Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Now, uh, although we don't have a uh, guest, we have a lot of uh, very interesting topics to uh, talk about. Yeah. Uh, one of them is, I saw in, the, in uh, Sports Illustrated, that Lance Armstrong, apparently he's going to have to refund over five... or up to $5 million to the United States Post Office. Well, he's got that money. I'm not saying he's super wealthy, but I wouldn't think that that's going to break the bank for him, huh? No, but I, but I think what's kind of interesting is, you know, you, you talk about these guys who, uh, they say, oh, why are these guys doing steroids? Well, you do the steroids, you make $100 million, and then, oops, you get caught, and then you have to pay back $25 million or, or yeah. lose. And it's like, that's they're doing it because it's worth it to do it. I think with Armstrong, I think it was just pure arrogance. I think he thought he could get away with it forever. And he yeah. realized finally, I mean, he just was a bully. From what I've yeah, read about him, what I've heard hear. about him, just not a good person. And uh, he got what he deserved, as far as I'm concerned. He's persona non grata in the sports world. He really is. He was a great athlete, <laughs> yeah. but he threw it all away. Uh, you know, and the way he did it was just, it was very tawdry. Well, I wonder how many Tour de France he would have won without the steroids or how Good well question. it was done, right? I mean, you know, we've talked about this with Barry Bonds. Oh, yeah. Well, would it, Barry Bonds was hitting a lot of home runs yeah. before he started doing the, the He was. He wasn't hitting them quite as far, though. True. true. Well, that's true. <laughs> and he definitely had the, you know, yeah. you look at uh, when he was with um, Pittsburgh and he was kind of pencil thin almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he hit, he hit a bunch of them in the San Francisco Bay. I think there's 38 balls that he hit into the Bay, which is pretty amazing. Nobody's come close to that yeah well yeah. like uh, being home well we haven't had, we've had some good left-handed hitter power hitters <laughs> That's true. since he left but nobody liked bonds i mean bonds was unique pretty so, yeah, yeah. like very quick bat that'll that'll, very that'll do quick, it for you you know all right uh so let's see here we'll, we'll talk about some other stuff um uh going on here I, I'll, I'll get into them in the next segment but uh this segment of sports econ 101 is sponsored by pacific private money providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over seven and a half percent secured by real estate doesn't get more conservative than that. In fact, they just did a loan at 21% loan to value. Mm. A $535,000. What does that mean now for, means, some, for those of us who are? Okay. So a $535,000 house, right. they're doing a first mortgage of $112,000 okay. at eight, over 8% interest. So that's how much they're borrowing. That, that's, that's how much a borrower came to them for a loan. Okay. 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 All right. Don't touch that dial. Okay. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back. 
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Experience the best Napa Valley has to offer. A perfect combination of wine country serenity and urban hospitality at one of Napa Valley's most luxurious hotels, the River Terrace Inn. Less than an hour's drive from San Francisco in the Bay Area, the River Terrace Inn offers the perfect Napa retreat and is the perfect home base for exploring the wine country in Napa Valley. The River Terrace Inn features luxurious accommodations, personalized services, and a serene riverfront setting. And it's within easy walking distance to various tasting rooms, shopping, and restaurants. Their own Alba restaurant offers riverfront dining and a menu that highlights shareable, seasonal items that feature local products and natural ingredients. The River Terrace Inn is a spectacular setting for wine country vacation getaways. It's also an ideal place to host meetings or special events. For a change of pace, set aside time in your travel plans to experience the charms of wine country at the River Terrace Inn. Book your stay at RiverTerraceInn.com. Whitewater rafting is the ultimate team sport. And since 1972, Mother Lode River Center has been running river trips from mild to wild on the American River, California's most popular whitewater rafting destination. The company has taken thousands of happy guests downriver while maintaining the industry's best safety record. Mother Lode River Center is California's original whitewater resort, spanning half a mile of gorgeous riverfront. An ideal choice for birthday parties, family vacations, or an adventurous day out with friends. Mother Lode is the only rafting outfitter with an on-site zipline and high ropes challenge course. Exciting new offerings this season include... The best of the gold country package with whitewater rafting, zip lining, gold panning, overnight accommodations, and meals combined for the ultimate weekend of fun. Book your trip today by calling 530-626-4187 or visit us at malode.com, malode.com. See you on the river. Save on your next oil change with five quarts of Pennzoil High Mileage Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter on sale now for the same price as Pennzoil Conventional at $25.99. Plus, get a $5 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Improve engine performance with Pennzoil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. Hey, I forgot to say uh, what our trivia contest Yeah, what are we talking about today? Okay, baseball and presidents. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be kind of fun. Here's a good one. I hope this isn't the answer. Well, maybe this is one of your questions. Who was the first president to attend a major league opener? Taft. Very good. I knew that. 1912. That's right, because he was... uh, Or was it 13? 1913, because he was president in 1913 and 1917. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Let me just make sure... Uh, oh, that's one of the that, questions. No, it's not. Okay, no, good. No, it's not. Good, but good. I, I knew that because I, I Washington. I, it was a Washington Senators opener. Yeah, uh, presidents. A lot of presidents used to attend Washington Senators openers. Well, because uh, they're playing. Yeah, in Nick, Baltimore. Uh, Nixon, or, Nixon I mean, actually. Uh, yeah, Nixon sat in for Eisenhower. Uh, JFK went. I think LBJ went once or twice, and I know Nixon went when he became president. But then they moved. Uh, actually, 
they moved the next year to, <laughs> to Texas. Well, you know, I got to say that, you know, for, forgetting the political side of things, uh-huh. I got to say that when George Bush threw out the first pitch after um, 9-11, this would have been you oh know, yeah during the World Series yeah, yeah. I mean and did he I throw mean, out the, in the World Series he, he did out. and he I mean because I think he used to play baseball if I'm not mistaken well his his dad did his dad was a terrific baseball player at Yale ah okay his dad actually could have played in the maybe not major leagues but he could have played professional ball okay yeah George Senior was a terrific ball I don't know about George Junior I didn't even know he played well if you game. if you go back to the clip. I mean, oh, he, he was a big baseball fan. I, mean, I, mean, I interviewed him once at, a, okay, at an you, owners meeting when he oh. was when he owned the Texas Rangers. Rangers. Very nice oh, yeah. guy. He's the kind of guy you'd want to sit around and have a beer with. Okay, you know, just uh, shoot the breeze uh, and uh, you know, very dignified. Uh, had a good sense of humor. Um, much different than his father. His father, from what I understand, I never met well, his father. CIA, but, uh, well, CIA, uh, and he yeah, was yeah. A, he was a little bit more from the old school, you know, from that uh, greatest generation. Yeah. You know, George Bush Jr. was more. Of my generation, so he yeah. was a little kind of loosey goosey. But if you watch him throw that pitch, I mean, he oh, yeah. he throws a strike. I he, mean, he, he loved he loved owning the Texas Rangers. He did. He that was one of his. As a matter of fact, he in a rare moment of candor, um, a couple of years back, after he'd been out of office for a few years, he said, "I had the most fun I ever had was not as president, but was being owner of the Texas." Nobody Rangers. has fun being president. Well, it's some people do. <laughs> I think some. I think some people do. It just you know it, it comes and goes in little bursts. I don't know if Donald Trump is having fun. I don't know if Clinton I don't think had fun. So. I don't, you know, I don't know if Trump has fun doing anything. <laughs> he looks, well, that, he always looks like show. he's ready for a fight. You know, yeah. some people are just kind of. I have a coworker. I don't want to go off at a tangent, yeah. but the guy's cantankerous. He just loves to. Really? Yeah. What a live man. That's the yeah. kind of guy who goes gets in early grave. I think, this oh, I this think was a guy I actually. This is a guy I actually worked with years ago. But I always think That's of him right. as in contempt because we worked for years together. The cloud just, over his head all the oh, time. Oh yeah, everything. Right? The glass is always half empty. Hey, yeah, how you doing? Oh, I'm having a rough day. <laughs> It's like, yeah, okay, so am I. So why so, complain so, about it, man? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have a good day? Okay, yeah. then talk some about people, that. Some people just are, who's that little cartoon character that always at the cloud yeah, hanging Charlie over? Charlie Brown. Yeah, well, yeah. not Charlie Brown, but there was another one. I can't it, remember. Oh, oh yeah. everything is awful. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like a Eeyore. Well, from, there's a lot of people like that. And yeah. it, my wife gets on me. She says, you know, your attitude cr- creates the weather in your system. And it's true. That's true. Well, Unless uh, you have a, a chemical imbalance in your, well, your bipolar true. or something. I mean, I've always said, and I've, I, I didn't, uh, I've always said this, but I didn't make it up. 5% of what happens to you, 95% how you react to it. Yeah, that's very, that's, that's very, very I mean, true. That's why it's like, why can't, Why are these people well, smiling? They have no right to smile. Yeah, look at some <laughs> yeah. of the people who go through extraordinary situations and come out the other end not only better for it, but stronger. You know, well, Not well, that they should have had to go through a tough thing, but you know, well, it does say, test it, well, you. Well, they say, uh, you know, Bad things were best experience, or something like that. There, there's some phrase like that. I had. That I think that's why. Like, that's why I love about sports because athlete, sports takes you know the the basic things in life and kind of synthesizes it down to just sort of the basics. You know, you you win, you lose, you struggle, you you go through a, a hot streaks, you go through slumps, and it's all part of life. And that's why I think the best athletes are kind of even keeled people. Not always. Yeah. Kirk Gibson, for instance, was not an even <laughs> yeah. not an even keeled guy, but what a great player! I have to give him his props. Oh yeah. Hey, listen, I, I, I loved watching when we played with Detroit. Most difficult athlete I've ever dealt with, though, without question. <laughs> without, I don't know what I did to get on his bad side, but right from day one when he was a rookie, I was in the locker room trying to talk to Chet Lemon, and he started screaming obscenities at me. I didn't know who he was. I'd never, you know, he, he was a new player. And then he walked out the door, and Chet Lemon looks at me, kind of smiles, and I said, what's going on with that guy? And he goes, he just hates everybody. And then he kind of smiled. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really mean it, but you know what I'm saying. He hates everybody. He hates everybody. Yeah. I think, uh, um, oh, I think Obama though had he seemed like he had a fun time being president. Yeah, I think he did. I he think did. John F. Kennedy had a good time being president. 
Well, especially with Marilyn Monroe. With Marilyn Monroe <laughs> and Jackie around, you know, and all his buddies. I mean, God. I, you know, it's funny. I wasn't. I, I, it's funny. Maybe I just, my taste changes or whatever. But I look back and I go, I didn't think Jackie Kennedy or Marilyn Monroe are that pretty. Well, it depends. It's all, it's how they carried themselves. It's the manner in which they carried themselves, the manner yeah. they spoke. They both had that kind of breathy little girl voice that was real popular then. And, <laughs> and you know, Marilyn just exuded sexuality. Yeah, uh, Jackie true. Kennedy was more sort of a classy, you know, what, what a women aspired to be, the way she dressed and the way yeah. she walked. And she was young. She was like, you know, what, she, well, yeah, she was 32 when she became first lady. That's, oh, that's very yeah. young. You oh. know, just a baby. Relatively speaking, relatively speaking. Yeah, you think okay. about think about Barbara Bush. You know, she looked like an old grandma, but she was she oh, ma- I mean, amazing she, gal, though. She, uh, what I mean, an amazing gal! She, yeah, she was old when she looked old. She was she, my age when she became first lady, but yeah, she looked old. She, always, she, she, just, yeah, she was she, tough though, and and a likable gal, likable gal. So yeah. well, yeah. okay. Moving on to a little bit of sports. So I'm, yeah, <laughs> again, I, don't, I don't know if you saw this, and yeah. uh, again, I was reading uh, the old. Uh, a lot of times, I like either Yahoo Sports or Sports Illustrated. Yeah, you know, because sure. they, they give you stuff that you just. Ordinarily, just can't yeah, find a lot, a lot of trivial stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the NFL cheerleaders, some of them are suing to prevent teams from disbanding their cheerleading squads. Why would teams do that? I mean, everybody's got a cheerleading squad. No, would they some exa- of them I got think, rid of them. I think. I think the Steelers and the Browns are the only yeah. two teams that are never. Why would you get rid of them? Then you have to start over again and go through the whole process. You know what a, a big deal it is auditioning these gals every year. For instance, the Raider cheerleaders. They have an audition because they open up about, I think there are 40 girls that are in these squads, and I think about maybe 15 or 20 of the jobs open every year because women move on and, and start their careers or whatever. It's just a little fun sidelight thing. It's not even paying them very much if they get paid at yeah, all. Yeah, some of them get paid, apparently, some don't. Some don't get, well, the, Ra- the Raider cheerleaders finally you know, organized and got a better deal. They were getting, it was ridiculous what they were getting. I mean, not that they should be paid a huge amount, but it's a part-time job. They're entertaining. They're out there representing the team, and I don't care, you know, what you think about them? They des- they're performing. They're, oh, yeah, they deserve no, to be paid. And so anyway, but well, but to, again, if you can get a bunch of of good entertainers to donate their time, yeah. I mean, like I've done community theater. Sure. Okay, I don't get paid for that. And no, I'm, I'm entertaining. Yeah, you but know, it's, <laughs> but it's it's, it's, a, it's yeah, that's true. It's a little different though with professional sports. I mean, there's there's money going. NFL has got money coming out of its ears, you know. True, Jeez. but they always have like interns and. You know, oh pit, yeah, pit. well, there's a lot of people that want to work in the NFL. That's it. You know, I have a, a friend man. of mine, friend of mine who writes for one of the local papers here in Marin County, started as an NFL intern with NFL.com. Oh. back before it was before it was NFL.com before okay. the whole thing, but you know, kind of the. But credit. as an intern, he didn't get paid, did he? Uh, he got free tickets to the games, okay. and he got a little stipend on the side. Yeah. Nothing, nothing major. Nothing major. So he, he didn't get put on the payroll. Let's put it that way. No, I do agree. Like if some of them are getting, he was a know, college student, though. You know, exactly. Perfect, perfect <laughs> yeah. job. Perfect job. For that. I had those kind of jobs when I was in college. I got little sports sidelight jobs. I got paid for. It was kind of fun. That's how I got into the business. See, I didn't get I, for me in college. I mean, I only could get like real jobs that paid which were fine i mean i like where did you go to college by the way uh golden gate university oh yeah yeah, yeah for the both city. bachelors sure. and masters uh-huh. oh wow okay yeah. so, and it was the thing that was really cool when i went to school was all the new york um you know the new york university professors i mean nyu was known for their tax school mm. and what ended up happening was all the you know the weather's so good here that all the professors the the really famous Wanted ones. Wanted to move out here. That's right. Yeah. And it was right at the time when I was starting it. So oh, I, got, I got the best of the best. That's, that's it was nice. really cool. That is cool. That's fun yeah. when you go to work at a place and all of a sudden there's a, 
a renaissance there. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've, had, a, I've had that happen a few times. Definitely put us on the map. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go to our first trivia. Yeah. Tr- first trivia question, baseball and presidents. I, okay. I, I picked this for you because yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah. you like I, I'm, I'm a big presidential history freak. Okay. And so some of these, I th- you probably know all of them, but that's okay. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. This career American League pitcher shared the same name as the president who took office seven years after the pitcher retired. Hmm. Okay. Took office seven years, seven years after. after this pitcher retired. Okay. Okay. Uh, and apparently he went into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, there's one other hint that I, if if I have to, I will give it give it to you okay. when we when we get back. Okay. All right. That's Sounds our trivia good. question. This career American League pitcher shared the same name as the president who took office seven years after. And this guy was a Hall of Famer. The pitcher was. The pitcher was a Hall of Fame. Yeah. The okay. president was not. Okay. So, and he retired seven years after. He took office seven years after this pitcher retired. Oh, okay. So think about when the pitcher retired. Okay. Add seven years, and that's who it was in office. Okay. All right? Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. 2313. That's 800 222 2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another 
your company to get rid of your expensive timeshare, call now and see if we can help you. At Resort Release, you don't pay anything until you're ready. If you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare, make this complimentary free call right now. 800-598-0539. That's 800-598-0539. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Our first trivia question, Stumped R. Yeah, I don't awesome. know. Go ahead and oh, ask it again for those that okay. might be out there. We're talking there. about baseball and presidents. Yes. This career American League pitcher shared the same name as the president who took office seven years after this pitcher retired. All who, right. Now, now this guy, the, the pitcher, Hall of Famer, right? Yep. And uh, did he star in a World Series? Did he win 20 okay. games? He pitched in 11 World Series. Oh, my God. 11? Yeah. So he had, to be, he had to be on the Yankees. Yeah. Come but on. But who were the Yankees? They had Herb Pennock and uh, Wade who Hoyt. President? Who, 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 who shares the same name with the president? Well, there are a lot of presidents. I mean. No, no. Okay, so who? who okay, this Donald one. Trump? <laughs> was Donald Trump the. No. Was he president then? No. Yeah, no. Remember. Okay, seven so years. Seven years. Seven well, it wasn't after. John Kennedy. It wasn't no. uh, Harry Truman or Franklin Roosevelt or Eisenhower. No, no, no. Go forward. Lyndon Johnson? No, remember. Okay, so the president? Okay, the, he. The okay. last name or the whole name? No, just the last name. Oh, okay. Oh, about. just the last okay, name. The, Carter. Okay. Ford. Yes. Ford. Whitey Ford. Oh, of course. <laughs> See, I thought it was the full name. That's what stumped me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I probably okay. still wouldn't have gone. You okay. know, Whitey Ford was... No, you think of the Yankees, whatever you think of the great teams, and it doesn't matter what area you think of. They had great pitching. They had to have had great pitching. Sure. And they wouldn't have, but you don't think so much of their pitching. You think of the Bronx Bombers. You think yeah. of Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and Joe DiMaggio and Mickey Mantle mm-hmm. and Roger Maris and... You know, now more modern days, and Derek Jeter, and so on and so forth. Hideki Matsui. Hideki, <laughs> hey, look, that guy was great. He's yeah. going to go to the Hall of. He should go to the Hall of Fame. Should he? Yeah. He played, but the thing was, he, he, he didn't play enough, though. Did he? Didn't play enough. I don't think he'll go. Uh, you know, who will go is uh, Ichiro. No yeah, question. Oh, for no, and Ichiro no, no came problem, over here. Yeah. Was thirty years old. He, he's still yeah. playing today. What is he? Forty five now. Forty six. Oh, he's got to be at least. Yeah, he's yeah. still he's still a part time player. Which you know, thinking about the Japanese, but uh, so in the future, right. the, the baseball questions we're only interested in the last name, right? Okay, okay, um, no big deal. So honest mistake. Sh- honest mistake. <laughs> so what about Otani? He's uh, Shohei Otani is is the real deal. I mean, he hasn't yeah. blown people away as ERA right now as we speak is about 4-5. I think he's won the game. Yeah, but the first he, game he pitched he did really well. Yeah, he? he struck yeah. out the other night. Uh, I'm looking there. He struck out 7 in 6 innings. Uh he's hitting the ball well. He's hit some tremendous home runs. I mean, he's he's the real deal. He came here as advertised. It's like Ichiro, you know, but Ichiro doesn't have that dual a bit. Well, Ichiro to me I would put Ichiro right up there with this guy, and and, and I, matter of fact, each, this guy has to prove himself over the long haul. Ichiro yeah. proved himself for what fifteen years. Yeah. Well, so. this guy though, being a pitcher, is a little different than yeah. just being a good fielder. But uh, you know, they in Sports Illustrated again, they were making a comparison between him and Babe Ruth, just from yeah. the standpoint of yeah, well, Babe know, Ruth was a great, people was forget a great, pitcher. great pitcher, could yeah. have been a Hall of Fame pitcher. I think he had four twenty win seasons before he became or close yeah. to it. Um, and then they thought, my God, this guy's such a good hitter. Put him in the outfield <laughs> every day. Yeah. We need him. <laughs> that, that's yeah, exactly. And, but I'm uh, surprised they never brought him in. And of course, the Yankees were so good they didn't need to bring him in. Now, yeah. if they would, that begs the question: if the Yankees were like a contender or just a middling team, and he was on that team, would they have used him as a pitcher? 
just to kind of boost their chances. Maybe because they they didn't have the DH back then. That's they, right. They also played 154 games. 154 didn't they? games. Yeah, one yeah. of the fewer teams. That's in those pretty days. good too. I mean, it's only eight games difference, but yeah. 20 game winner. You know, my or dad actually though you had you had less pitchers then too. Yeah, teams carried less pitchers. Hey, my dad tells the story about he went to his first game at Yankee Stadium. You know how first time I sh- I'm sure you remember your first game is probably Candlestick I Park, do. right? No, actually, it was the Oakland A's uh, when they first really? came, the first year they came first to they came? Uh, Oakland. Who'd you first, see? Uh, it was a cat, you know, a catfish hunter Joe Rudy. Really? Joe Rudy, you hit saw a catfish home. hunter, and his yeah. you, first time you went to a game, yeah. you saw a Hall of Fame pitcher. Yep, and Joe Rudy hit a home wow. run in the bottom of the ninth to win it. How cool I is still that? that. I, I just don't remember who they played. That is so cool. <laughs> Joe Rudy wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he was. Yeah. He was yeah, a great player. Good. Yeah, I, first game I ever saw was at Seal Stadium. Giants <laughs> won it on a home run by a guy named Jackie Brandt, who was a. You know, played it for a couple of years with the Giants and played in the American League for a while. But Willie McCovey hit a home run in that. Or not McCovey. No, he did. Willie he McCovey did. had a home run that game, and the first Major League home run game I, homer I ever saw was a guy who hit the shot heard around the world, Bobby Thompson. Bobby Thompson. And it was the last home run of his career with the Chicago Cubs in 1959. And the Giants won that game 4-3. to three. I, I've got a box score of it at home. Oh, I went, really? I, you, you can go back and go to MLB.com. Where is it? Uh, there's a the website where you can look up any game you that you want, yeah. and you can get all the stats from it. It's, I, you it's know, I've, I've seen stuff from like even like the 1800s. It's well, some really of it, yeah, cool. It's, it is pretty cool. And you know, the NFL I think is doing the same thing. Although I don't know if their records are as complete. Yeah. It amazes me. Baseball has records of games that were played back in the 20s, meticulously, you know, cataloged yeah. and kept. Well, the funny thing I think it's just amazing I, for me when I've seen some of the box scores from the 1800s. There's some codes that I, I don't yeah, know what they're talking about. Yeah, different things. Well, look at yeah. the things that we talk about. You know, whip. Whip and war. Yeah, and war. <laughs> what is whip, anyway? Uh, I should know this. I'm, I'm working in sports radio. Yeah, I don't I know. know what it is. It and has war. something to do with pitchers and war. I don't know yeah, what that is. Winds above. The most ridiculous range. stat, the the launch angle of home runs and how quickly the ball got out of oh. the ball. Does that really matter? <laughs> it's a home run. It doesn't matter whether it exited at 150 miles yeah. an hour or whether it lazily flew out at 90 miles an hour. I, I, I think it's. I, I don't think it's like a statistic per se. No, as it is more just like, isn't that interesting? Interesting. I guess it is. Because you know, if, if you, if you have a very is. quick bat, yeah. then the ball is going to come off a lot faster. But is right? that – I mean, that's great. But is that – is it really that big an advantage of hitting a ball out of the ballpark and – one second as opposed to hitting it out in three seconds? Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to guess from a physics standpoint that, like, let's say someone like me, okay? Right. You know, I, I'm not a – I mean, I'm six foot, 190 pounds, right. but I don't have the power of bonds or something right. like that, right? But if I have a very quick bat – yeah, okay, here's a good exa- a better example. You know how you go to a carnival uh-huh. and there's the, you know, the big hammer and you sure. hit it down and they bring the bell? Right. They you, still have those things? They, <laughs> they do. And the thing is, y- y- the way to do it is – to just very quickly with oh, okay. it's like a fulcrum type of thing right where um it's not just if you just pick it up and you just go smack down hard right. it's not going to do it it's okay. the speed of how quickly you can that's why you can see a little guy mm-hmm. he ring the bell all the time yeah he does it very very quickly jose altuve must have a quick bat man that yeah exactly yeah that's a good example yeah, yeah. yeah. and um uh I was going to say that, I mean... Mac Williamson of the Giants, and a lot of people, our listeners, don't know who Mac Williamson is. You may have heard of him because in his first week up with the Giants from AAA, he changed his swing. He's hit three home runs. He's hitting like 316. They put him in the outfield. Hunter Pence has been hurt. The Giants are Mm. feeling really good. They've won four games with him in the lineup. Well, well, what did he change? Did he he make his bat quicker? Well, his bat is quick. (laughs) Apparently, he's got a very quick bat, and the ball, they, they... 
measure these things. We talked about it earlier, the, the speed at which the ball leaves the park. He's hitting balls out of there as quickly as Bonds was hitting them. Wow. I mean, they are flying. Hit one the other night went 464 feet too. That's that's yeah. That's a lot. That's a well, big a real ball, nice man. guy. You talk to him, he's like a big old country boy, you know, from Texas. You know, hey, how are you doing? Nice well, to talk and to you. You say he's a is he, he's not a rookie. Not a rookie. You know, he's 20. He's played parts of like three seasons, so he doesn't qualify. But he's I think he's about 26, 27. He's Sometimes played, he's it, played all with the Giants, though, right? Hasn't he? Yeah, he was with the team and briefly, and I think he was on the World Series team briefly, and he was the last couple of years he played. Remember last year he got hurt, yeah. but um, he apparently got a hold. They got this. I they, I believe it's the same hitting coach that turned uh, Justin Turner into a great hitter in L.A. Got a hold of him. And oh, gave him some okay. tips, and it really it resonated. So you know, sometimes that I remember. Uh, remember a guy named Charlie Lau. Now he was a great hitting coach back in the nineteen seventies. He was a part time player in the sixties with the Braves. He was a catcher, oh, wow. Charlie Lau. But he was a great hitting coach, and he developed some great hitters over the years. Now his style was some people kind of scoffed at it, but it worked. What so, was his style? Do you know. Yeah, it's just the way he had. I don't know specifics, but it was the way it was unconventional. And a lot of people, ah, that's not the way it's done. Well, you know, whatever works for you. Well, exactly. You know, I mean, you don't you don't tell a painter, oh, this is the only way you can paint that picture. Baseball is an art. <laughs> I mean, look at Mel Ott. He used to yeah. lift his foot up. Uh, Sadaharo lifted his yeah. foot up. Um, you know, everybody had a. That's what I love about uh, Joe hitters. Morgan used to flap his wing. Yeah, he flap to, his wing. To, to yeah, his, like, uh, yeah, yeah. And then Willie Stargell, remember he had. The, I, I asked the, Joe Morgan yeah. about that one time, and he goes, "It's just it, it relaxed me." He said it I relaxed thought, I thought it was because it, he, it reminded him to keep his elbow Well, up. he said that was that there were other reasons, but he said the main reason was it just it relaxed me. It gave me kind of a, like a sort of a comfort zone thing. Kind of like, you know, when you're you're nervous and you're sort of petting, you know, the, the wall oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you have a little affectation. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he comes from Oakland, does it? <laughs> Some great players came from Oakland. That's it's, true. Always, it's always funny, though. I always think of Joe Morgan as Texas because of, you know, Houston. Oh, Houston and yeah. he, was, he was there on two separate occasions yeah, and then the big the red Reds, machine. Yeah. But he played with both the Giants and the A's. Yeah. Finished his career with the A's, and he hit the memorable home run that knocked the jo- the Dodgers, the yeah. defending champions, out of the pennant race the last day of the season in 1982. I was there. Isn't that funny? It's like if you think about Joe Morgan, it's like you're thinking about that home run, and that's like that's a small thing compared to compared you know, to some of the other yeah, things. The World he did. Series in '75, but it was a it was a big moment for him. He talked about it. He said that was a big moment because that team almost you know they were in the pennant race right until the last weekend of the season, yeah. and it knocked the defending champions out. They didn't. He didn't it didn't win the game right there, but it was the eventual home run winner. I think it was in the sixth inning. He said it just felt really sweet because oh, he grew man. up hating the Dodgers, you know. <laughs> he was a giant fan growing up. You, you say, oh, he's from Oakland. Why wasn't it? Well, he was not around, or the A's were not around. Were not around when, yeah. They were in Kansas City when he was a kid, so the Giants were the team. That's right. So, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, let's see, in 75, I was 15, and he wasn't a rookie. God, you're but a young was, guy. I know. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm just a child. You're just a child. Well, here you look at you now. Here you are running a radio show. There you go. Yeah. Hey, tell you what, we're going to talk about another president and uh, oh, baseball. great, great. Okay, let's yes. try, let's see if we can get this one. Okay, right. I should get that okay. last one. <clears throat> William McKinley. Yes. Now you remember he was oh, a president, of course. right? Bill McKinley. Okay. Had a good curveball. <laughs> yeah. But liked to throw that fastball. He just he he relied on the high heat. Wait, who who McKinley? William William McKinley. Willie McKinley. Yeah, Willie. You don't know Willie McKinley? Well, yeah. He just couldn't avoid the bullet. He couldn't all. avoid the, yeah. Okay. He, oh. He, yeah, he was the president. Is this thing on? Yeah, did, but, yeah, okay, William McKinley was the president when this New York Giant and Chicago Cub great was born. Oh, New York Giant and Chicago so, Cub great. Was born, okay. So, a Hall of Famer, obviously. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, You're not I don't sure. know why he's a Hall of Famer, but I mean, 
maybe because of one specific year, but that there's these things happen. New York Giant and Chicago. So you got to think. Okay, when was William McKinley president? Okay, right. Yes. Okay, you got to think about when he was president. Think about who would have been born around that time. Yeah, around right? 1900. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, don't touch the dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Whitewater rafting is the ultimate team sport. And since 1972, Mother Lode River Center has been running river trips from mild to wild on the American River, California's most popular whitewater rafting destination. The company has taken thousands of happy guests downriver while maintaining the industry's best safety record. Mother Lode River Center is California's original whitewater resort, spanning half a mile of gorgeous riverfront. An ideal choice for birthday parties, family vacations, or an adventurous day out with friends. Motherload is the only rafting outfitter with an on-site zipline and high ropes challenge course. Exciting new offerings this season include the best of the gold country package with whitewater rafting, ziplining, gold panning, overnight accommodations, and meals combined for the ultimate weekend of fun. Book your trip today by calling 530-626-4187 or visit us at malode.com, malode.com. See you on the river. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Experience the best Napa Valley has to offer. A perfect combination of wine country serenity and urban hospitality at one of Napa Valley's most luxurious hotels, the River Terrace Inn. Less than an hour's drive from San Francisco in the Bay Area, the River Terrace Inn offers the perfect Napa retreat and is the perfect home base for exploring the wine country in Napa Valley. The River Terrace Inn features luxurious accommodations, personalized services, and a serene riverfront setting. And it's within easy walking distance to various tasting rooms, shopping, and restaurants. Their own Alba restaurant offers riverfront dining and a menu that highlights shareable, seasonal items that feature local products and natural ingredients. The River Terrace Inn is a spectacular setting for wine country vacation getaways. It's also an ideal place to host meetings or special events. For a change of pace, set aside time in your travel plans to experience the charms of wine country at the River Terrace Inn. Book your stay at RiverTerraceInn.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Second trivia question. William McKinley was the U.S. president when this New York Giant and Chicago Cub great was born. Right. Uh, he shares the name of a different president. The last, last name. Last name, yeah. Okay, so... Was it a, a president from the 20th century? 
Uh, yes. Okay, well, yeah. that eliminates a lot of people's. <laughs> well, it wasn't a Roosevelt because no Roosevelt. I don't think. No. Of... Okay, he was the second player in history to hit more than fifty home runs in a season. Oh, Hack Wilson. Hack Wilson. Yeah, yeah. President Woodrow Wilson. Why, 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 yeah. why was he? He had like eight or ten great years. You know, it's an interesting guy. He was a little guy. He only stood about five six, but he was built like a little fire plug. Yeah, died at the age of I think he was like thirty. Yeah, just killed himself with alcohol. Really sad. Had tiny feet. Yeah, like like six or something like that. Little guy, but he he was built like a little fire plug, and he had tremendous power and quick. You talk about quick hands. This guy had quick hands. Yeah, he still holds the record for RBIs, doesn't he? Like one hundred ninety six. Something. Yeah, I believe you're right. I believe you're right. Hack Wilson. He had the. I think he still holds the National League, or he did hold the National League record up until Sammy. Sosa and Mark McGuire broke it. Uh, I think it was fifty six home runs. Oh, for the National League, National gotcha, League. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. And he was right handed. He was right handed, yeah. and he was also he played during the twenties uh, and the th- early thirties, the Depression yeah. era. But his skills uh, declined precipitously at the age of about thirty two, thirty three, and by thirty four he was out of the game. He, he only played for about ten years, but man, he was like a bright comet, you know. The thing is, I wonder if like you look back now. You can't undo Hall of Fame, right? You know, but you kind of looking at what were he thinking? I mean, well, he deserved to be in there. His number, so? oh yeah, no, his numbers warrant it. You I mean, look what was at his, his, his average was. Oh yeah, great, no, his it? average was well over three hundred. Oh, was it? Okay, oh, yeah. I'd have to go back. Oh yeah. Then. Okay, well then that's fair enough. Fair now, enough. Nowadays you get over three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's ever written a book about Hack Wilson. I think it's because the, the poor guy was just there wasn't really a lot to write about. He had he had drinking problems. He was. Not really a very interesting person. He was, you know, kind of. He just had baseball. That was it. Some of these guys, you it's know, like Roger uh, Rogers Hornsby. All he ever cared about was baseball. But, but Rogers Hornsby was an extremely intelligent, interesting guy. He was kind of a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. But the, the old saying, I, I don't know if you heard the story. His mom died, and he was managing at the time. And he showed up the next mm-hmm. day to manage. And they said, "How can you manage when your mom just died?" He goes, "Mom would have wanted me, and she would have understood that I needed to be here." I mean, I yeah. If that's the way mom was, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. like uh, Greg Popovich. I, yeah, that's know, his, his wife, wife. His wife. Yeah, she was yeah, sick and for she twenty was sick, years. I mean, twenty years. Twenty years, and yeah. you know, I, I you know, not like, like not like she was the last few, but I mean, she was. She had that hanging over her for twenty years. Yeah. So Oof. you know, who knows what goes on through a guy's mind, and and you know, with his relationship with his yeah. wife, and just you know, with his team and all that kind of stuff. Oh, sure I, was, sure, I, sure. I was actually a little surprised that he didn't show up at the last game. Greg Popovich, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I was too. I, you know, I, not to jump too far off on a different topic, but the Spurs to me are a fascinating story because you knew they were going to lose to the Warriors. But you know, the fact is that they're even as you know, without Kawhi Leonard and Tim Duncan's no longer around, and Tony Parker's a shadow of himself, and Manu Ginobili is you know right winding down. They're still fun to watch. You know, they gave yeah. the Warriors a battle in that last but game. Patty was, Mills, man, he Patty he, Mills hit a bunch green. of threes. You know, and they were down by sixteen. They got within two. They gave the Warriors a battle. I yeah. think the, I think it was a good thing for the Warriors to have to scrap in the last two games. They lost one and won one, and uh, now they got to play the Pelicans, and that's not going to be easy. Because the Pelicans, when they lost Boogie Cousins, you know, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, everybody thought, oh, their ship has fallen apart. And they, you yeah, know, they get Meritage. And, yeah. and, well, oh, Davis has yeah, been great, but Meritage yeah. has been outstanding. So they're, yeah, they're going to be good. tough to handle. I think so they'll win a couple games. They won that they swept Portland. I was too, but then again, you know, it, it sometimes this happens. You see it in hockey a lot, where one team just gets hot. Usually, rides a hot goaltender. They just matched up well. The Blazers came into the postseason playing really yeah, well. Yeah, sure. They had like a, a twelve or fourteen game winning streak late in the year, and it just yeah. I don't know what happened. I, Lillard and McCollum just uh, fell apart. They didn't hit, didn't shoot the ball well. So that happens. Yeah. So we'll get down to who do you, who do you think uh, the uh, 
Well, I, th- I think Houston and the, the Warriors. I, I yeah. don't see the Pelicans beating the Warriors. I think the Pelicans yeah. will give them a battle, though. And then the Warriors, can they beat Houston? Well, they'll probably have Curry back. They may have him back by yeah. the time they face New Orleans. But I Well, thank goodness Kerr listened to me and didn't put Zaza yeah. Pachulia in. He, no, he <laughs> hasn't played at all, but he'll have an important role. I mean, he is the hardest-working guy and the toughest guy in that team, and he'll have a role when they – they have to. You I know. mean, he actually seems like a very nice, but you know, well, you don't see him You don't see get too upset with. Well, he doesn't. And, he's yeah. not spectacular. He does the little things. He does the dirty work. You know, he he provides a strong body. He's a good rebounder. He's a good uh, defender. He doesn't. He's not there to score points. Never right. has been. I mean, you don't need him to score points on that team. You know, I love I love Stephen Adams. For, Stephen for, Adams for, for, for of Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Yeah, boy, you know, they what a disappointment they've been though, huh? Yeah, I, I, I mean, all that talent and they and they Utah, Utah is just. Who thought Utah would be this good? Yeah, See, now the Warriors, Warriors are lucky they don't have to play Utah. Yeah, I would rather yeah. play New Orleans. As, as good as yes, New Orleans has I, been I right totally now, I would not agree. want to play. Imagine totally. if Utah – who is the player that, that uh, left them and went to Boston? Go, and Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Imagine how much better they'd be yeah. – even better they'd be They'd be with Gordon Hayward. Or would they be? Sometimes – Well, who did they get uh, – when he left, they got some – I can't remember who they yeah. got. But um, anyway, the uh, the thing I like about Stephen Adams is – you know, he's a, he's a, he's a big guy. He's from New Zealand, isn't New he? New Zealand, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, it's like you never really see him get like angry, even though he gets bumped a lot. He looks and, like it, you wouldn't want to get angry. No, no, exa- exactly. I think he's part Maori, isn't he? He looks Maori. Maori. Now, what, that's that's the native uh, Maori is the native uh, you know people that live there that were like the Aborigines. Type? Yeah, they were like, but they don't look at anything like an Aborigine. They they're lighter skin. They've got dark hair. Uh, you know they're very distinctive looking, very very, and they were warrior like people. When the the English tried to colonize New Zealand, uh, they met fierce resistance, and they had to uh, work out a uh, a truce. And and you know they'd always from that point on they've kind of lived uneasily. There's always been a little uneasiness between the Maoris and the you know native whites that live now in New Zealand. Even today, a lot huh. of little problems there. It's it's similar in some respects to the Native Americans, although Native Americans here, you know, integrated in our society not willingly, and a lot of them died out because of uh, diseases. But there, it's just that there's so f- much, so fewer people. Well, see, I look at Patty deal. Mills, and I think he comes from Australia. He, no, he? he's a part. He's part Aboriginal. Aboriginal. I yeah. was going to say, now he looks Aboriginal. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But you know, uh, Stephen Adams is part. I believe he's either full blooded or part Maori. I, I'm, you know, don't huh. quote me on that, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it's true. I mean, you look at the guy. I, I spent some time in New, uh, New Zealand, and I yeah, he met was New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So, want to touch on uh, a subject that's a little bit hard, only because it's it kind of comes home to us here in the Bay right. Area, okay. especially who know him. Right. But uh, one of our sportscasters was caught stealing a jacket of a security guard for Steph Curry. Yeah, well, security guard for the team actually, who's a friend of Steph Curry's. Oh, is that what it was? I thought yeah, it was yeah. Steph Curry's. No, he's guard, he guard, he okay. comes, he travels with the team. He's very well liked. He's kind of they they. I'm not sure how he his deal is. I'm not sure if he works for the team or I think he works for the team, but he is really well liked by the players. And I guess they were having a shoot around um, on Saturday in San Antonio. And Mike Schumann, our friend that Edward had mentioned a long time. TV sportscaster who used to play with the 49ers was actually on the field when Dwight Clark made his famous catch. He was the other receiver. Um, he the, there was a camera, uh, not not a not a video camera that was filming the practice, but apparently a surveillance. Ca- Why would you have a surveillance camera in a in a gym to begin with? I don't know. I mean, that's what I've been told. That that saw him 
pick up the jacket and you know look at it and then walk out with it. And my my question to that, and I think most everybody is, why, why would you do that unless it was some kind of bad joke? And apparently the Warrior players were really upset. They didn't want to see him anymore. He apologized, and then the team flew him home and suspended him for a couple of days. And I haven't heard anything that's happened since, but it just it just seems so out of character because I know Mike Schumann. He's a great it's, guy. I, I was kind of wondering if, if you know, Why would if you it, do that? Unless um, you unless, just had a unless, brain fart or it's, well, it's a unless, joke. Well, Maybe it was or, a joke. Or, or it's, you know, the, the security guard walked away and left his jacket there. I, but not, he would I, have I, said something about it. Mike Schumann would have said, oh, you know, it's all a mistake. Why did yeah, he apologize yeah, and why, true, hasn't said, why hasn't he come forward? Yeah. Something. Yeah. It's weird. It's just weird. And some people are saying, oh, maybe he has CTE. And I, oh, I don't think. I, Wait, I, at some point, you know what, not in the not too distant future let, let's get Mike back on and let's I'd like to hear his side of well the story, by that time you know? hopefully you know when we get him back on the whole the smoke will have cleared I, yeah. I don't think he's going to get fired over this I don't believe so unless there's you know evidence that shows he I, I don't know it's yeah. just too weird it's a weird it's, it's very odd very strange even if it was a you know a really valuable jacket you know, first of all why would you take it to begin with you wouldn't take it but wh- why yeah. would a sportscaster who's livelihood depends on the relationship with the athletes do something so stupid like you said it's kind of a brain fart it is it's a yeah. brain fart i think he just i think it was some kind of a joke went bad and i think he doesn't want to maybe he didn't talk about that publicly because he was too embarrassed by it you know oh god i did something so stupid maybe yeah. that'll come i hope that's what it was yeah. i really do because if it's a brain fart and he has some kind of ct that's bad and if he did it willingly that's even worse well yeah. both of those are bad because what are you going to do with a jacket uh, i mean is it a special Where? jacket yeah, well, I mean, even, I mean, even if it was a, around the, t- around well, the team. Well, even if it was a nice starter jacket or something, wh- why would you steal somebody else's jacket? What, you would really want it. So, even if it was a celebrity, why would you want somebody else's jacket? And it's got to be the right size. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, Schumann's yeah. not, he's a, not that big a guy, and this guard, I don't think, is that, probably the same size. But it, the whole thing is yeah. weird. It's just weird. It's strange. But we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll have to have him on. Yeah, hopefully we'll, okay. this thing will be straight. I, I have a feeling he'll be exonerated of any... I don't think he should be fired, but I think he's going to have to be reprimanded, if, if it, yeah. even if it's a bad joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just don't do that kind of thing. That's stupid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I heard a story a couple of years ago relating to that. Uh, Art Spanner, a longtime yeah. sports writer, uh, was at the Super Bowl, and uh, Kyle Shanahan, or no, Mike Shanahan, uh, then with the, with the Denver Broncos, uh, came in, and he left, his, um, he left his briefcase there, and it looked a lot like Art's, and Art... Art looked at the briefcase, and he thought it was his, and he walked out with it. He got back to his hotel room, and he goes, oh, my God, it's Mike Shanahan's. So he, he called Mike Shanahan up. He found out how to reach him. He goes, I got your briefcase. I apologize. Mine's missing now. And that was yeah. kind of – I was thinking maybe that's what happened. But why would Mike, you know, no, he looked at and, if he looks at it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then also, why would his jacket, if it was his jacket, why would he, why would he think, you know, his jacket's sitting there where he's wearing his other blazer, you know, what to do his his uh, interviews. Yeah, no, so and that, that, that when we scratch off well, the here, list, that's not going to be a reason. Here's the thing, too. This guy's traveled with a team a lot yeah. over the last four or five years, so he knows everybody. So yeah. it ha- I think it's an inside joke. I really do. It's got to be. Got to yeah, be. Yeah, because you, if you apologize, it could be apologizing for an inside joke. I think that's what it was because, you know, you, yeah. he knows all these people. You don't, you don't, you don't, first of all, you don't steal to begin with if you're Mike yeah. Schumann, I don't think. And say, from your friends or people you know that you're associated with, yeah. I mean, it just the whole thing doesn't I mean, make sense. You no, know, you're right. It, it it makes sense if it's just a silly joke. Yeah. Of, hey, I'm going to hide a guy's jacket. Yeah, you know, but it was. I'll tell you, I was at the Warrior game uh, last night covering the Warriors Spurs final game of their playoffs, and it was the talk of the press box or you know downstairs in the press room. Everybody was talking about it. None of us could figure it out because we all know Mike and we like him and he's a good guy and just didn't make any sense. Mm. 
But hopefully, so, like you said, he'll, he'll give him a break for now. Give yeah, him some leeway yeah, for now, and let him come out with like what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, last thing before we uh, yeah, cut yeah. to our last break. Uh, so the Raiders—they're keeping up with their bad boy image by adding cornerback Daryl Worley. I saw eight that eight days after his arrest. The Eagles released him due to the due to the arrest. I think he was sleeping. His he was asleep in his car, and I think but he had a gun. He had a gun, and, and there was a smell of marijuana or something. Or? And then he was combative with the police. They signed but, this. What was wrong with the Raiders? Well, I think that's. I think part of it is their persona. But they of, never. I, you know, I don't. <laughs> I've never noticed a pattern of them doing that recently. They've had some players, like a lot of NFL teams have had players that have. You know, Alden Smith is a classic. But they got rid yeah. of Alden Smith. The 49ers have a problem with Reuben Foster. He may be gone. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you bring in a guy? I guess they need help that badly uh, well, in the secondary. The, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how much they're going no, to they pay need, him. They but, need help. <laughs> they need, he's yeah. not a great player, but he's a, he's a good, solid player. Okay. So hopefully you straighten him out. I don't know. It seems like the Raiders, they, 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 they wait for someone to get arrested, and they go, okay, let's, uh, let's see if this guy wants to play for well, us. Well, it did happen from time to time. I think they cultivated that image more than and the media sort of right, played it up. Got to catch yeah, off yeah. there. Okay, so from 1983 to 1999, this outfielder played for 10 teams in his 17 seasons. 83 to 99. Yep. He wore the uniforms of the Yankees, Indians, Expos, Braves, Red Sox, Rangers, Blue Jays, Dodgers, and Twins. Wow. It isn't that nobody wanted him. They did as he was a very consistent player. He just never led the league in anything. Huh. He did go to two World Series but lost them both. Wow. Who is this? Uh, he shares the same last name as a U.S. president. I'm not going to give you the, okay. the number of the president. Okay. I'm not sure if that would even matter. Yeah. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client 
it immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Third trivia question. From 1983 to 1999, this outfielder played for 10 teams in his 17 seasons. He wore the uniforms of the Yankees, Indians, Expos, Braves, Red Sox, Rangers, Blue Jays, Dodgers, and Twins. It is Dave that, Winfield. No, no, but it, there, there's there was no, no president yeah, named Winfield. Yeah. Okay, he played for a lot of teams. Uh, he did. It wasn't that nobody wanted him. They did, as he was a very consistent player. He just never led the league in anything. Huh. He did go to two World Series, but lost them both. Hmm. In fact, there's a famous play, if I'm not mistaken. Um, where he was, oh shoot, was it him? In Minnesota, beat his team, and he got faked out by the second baseman by not taking third base because oh. he thought the ball was coming, and that was actually that, cost was them he play the Bra- Was he with the Braves then? He, he was with been. the Braves, yep. Uh, he shares the same last name with the 37th U.S. president. 37th, well, 30th. Okay, start, okay, number one was George Washington. Number two oh, was Oh, Otis Nixon. Otis Nixon. Otis Nixon, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Wasn't he the one who... Yes, he was. He's a great base runner, too. Yeah. His brother played with the Giants uh, the year, I believe, the year after they won the... That's pennant. not Trot Nixon. No, maybe. it's uh, Donnell Nixon. Donnell, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah another sure. speedster. Yeah, Trot right. Nixon played with the uh, Red Sox. Different, yeah, that's right. A different Nixon. A different Nixon, yeah. okay. Uh, so, here's our closing comments. Uh, thoughts for the day. Getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to go, you have to let go at some point in order to move forward. Oh. You like that? Let go? I, what happens when you let go? You fall. You fall. <laughs> no, but you have to let, if, you, if you're doing monkey bars, you have to let go of one to catch the one in front. Oh, right. I didn't think you ever did. I thought you just kind of, you held one and then you grabbed the other one, then you let go. You don't uh, actually let go entirely. Well, it says, but it says here you have to let go at some point. In oh order well, to you let go. Yeah, yeah. It right, yeah. doesn't say you have to do yeah. it first. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's good. I that's like good. that. You like that? Yeah, a little confusing, but I get okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get these things though, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. And I think you make them up. Actually, I think you do. I sh- I should make some. Yeah, of these you up. should. And money may not buy happiness, but I'd rather cry in a Jaguar than on a bus. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. That's a good one. You like that? Okay. I like that one. I'm going to use, use that, that one. one. Yeah. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good afternoon, America.